all over the world, people are born into uh, cultures where a certain way of life is is given, right? And that becomes a standard. That becomes the the what you need to do, right? Um, and whether you like it or not, the way that you grow up does affect the way that you see the world, the way that you think, um, and the influences of the people around you do have an effect on you. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to always uh, have that same way of thinking. You can grow out of it. You can develop as a human being. But oftentimes, I think it, it starts with recognizing that there is influences or recognizing when somebody's telling you something or there is a, a way of living that is done that way because of again those same influences the upbringing upbringings of people the history the context that people were brought into um, and it doesn't mean that those are the same ways of thinking that will um, serve you and uh, or serve the world uh, necessarily the best and again i am a bit critical of the the school system because they i think oftentimes they don't teach you how to think they teach you what to think and in order for you to develop as a human being you need to be able to think for yourself and to be able to be really successful in life you need to be able to think for yourself and and what that means is not just accept things for whenever they're given to you but to be able to question things and dig deeper and find out right and um, that's where for example when i'm talking about god in, in previous podcasts i always tell you hey well go in and verify this for yourself go and find out go and pray and and test it out right um because i don't think that you should just do something because somebody else thinks so right or believe something because somebody else says so um and the way I grew up, you know, I, in, in, I grew up in Colombia. My parents were in education, funny enough. And, um, you know, the, the school that they, that they served was in a more of a, a poor area in the city. So um, they sent me to a school that was closer to our home. Um, but I almost wish that I had gone to their school because it was probably way better than the schools that I went to uh, in terms of, like, the environment, the values that were lived. Um but, you know, I had that standard way of upbringing where you go to school, um, you know, we would go to church most Sundays, go to visit grandma or granddad every now and then um, from either side of the family. And that's pretty much life, right? And then you grow up, everybody else goes to college, they study something, they don't really oftentimes know what to do with their lives, even at that point, because... Uh, well, here in, in the States, it's 18 years, but in Colombia, people graduate as soon as 15, 16, uh, sometimes 17 years old. And they're asked to make those decisions of what do you want to do with your life and, and, and pick a career and so on. And, um, you know, I think one of the things that, that helped me to succeed was that I always questioned things, right? Like I didn't necessarily accept that I needed to be in school or that I needed to go to college, um, Perhaps the, the, my nature of, of being more of a challenger uh, helped me in that sense. But, you know, I think it's important for people to be able to, to have that in general. And um, 
be able to be willing to to commit to bet on yourself to take a risk to follow a path that may not necessarily be what everybody else does right and to dig deeper and, and find out the truth and the truth is that the way that things are built um say for example you want to make a lot of money you can go to college you can get a degree you can find a job and climb up the ladder of corporate to make a lot of money it is possible the number of people that actually do that and achieve financial freedom um, is probably less than one percent so 99 percent of people that follow that path don't right so you need to then find out what are the things that people do that do increase their chances of actually being able to achieve financial freedom or become wealthy right and and a lot of it is uh for example another a, a way that we were taught to think is well you just got to work harder right and yeah hard work i do believe is a big por- portion of success because it's it's just that willingness and and putting in the effort but at the same time it's about working smarter right it's about learning skills it's about developing yourself into a leader so that people want to follow it's about learning how to set a plan it's about learning how to be disciplined to commit to to stick to the things that you decide to, that you're going to do for long enough to actually be able to reap the rewards of it um you know and nowadays again like it's even harder because we have things like social media where um silicon valley uh super smart people right uh, they create apps they create um systems they create technology that is designed to make you spend more time on their platforms to be addictive to give you dopamine um, and we're so used to now having immediate gratification that people are a lot less patient and willing to commit to something long enough to actually see the results i believe it was tony robbins who said people underestimate overestimate sorry what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years and uh I think that the the good thing about being in today's society, however, is that we do have access to a lot more information than we ever did before. And so it's a lot easier to be able to realize and find uh, information that can help you find a more fitting path, right? To, to find uh, those the, the, the reality of, of what you can do that may be better aligned, the different means and methods that you can uh, take to become wealthy or successful or to um you know achieve in a specific outcome right there's a ton of different professions out there also that didn't exist before and the world is ever evolving so there is a huge advantage nowadays in the sense that people can just go on their phones right which again 30 years ago people didn't even have a smartphone right um the, the internet was very 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 limited um so it's, this is all very new, but we have access to information immediately. And so what I'm trying to say with all of this is, you know, take advantage of, of those things, right? Take advantage of the fact that we have resources out there to, to really find out what is the truth, right? And, and not just live and conform to what is given to you because that is what's been done and that is what you've been told that you ought to do. Um, because it's then you're, you're, will, you're, you're yielding your freedom, you're yielding um your independence 
to others, right? Um, and not to get into into other things right now, but that's why it's so important to have for sure freedom of speech, right, and freedom of press, and those things are ever more under attack in today's society. Um, and unfortunately, if we don't start to realize that this is part of an agenda by a group of people that is looking to establish a totalitarian government, um, we're going to wake up and it's going to be too late to fight back because they're going to have all their all their pieces in place. They've, they've, al- they've already been moving pieces for many years. They already control uh, the fundamentals of society, right? And, and they can already create a lot of havoc. But if they were to at least understand that people are more aware that they need to be conscious thinkers and be able to think for themselves and that they will resist uh, a system that tells them otherwise, that tells them what to think and how to think and what to do and, uh, and how to act, um, where there is really a lack of freedom and, and independence, then, um, you know, like, th- they will win, right? So um, there, there's, this is an important subject to, to explore, to think about, to reflect on, um, and be mindful of what it is that you allow yourself to, to be looking at, to be listening to, because whether you, you realize it or not, all those things are, are going into your mind, right? Um, consciously and sub- or subconsciously is going to have an effect on you. It's just kind of like if you go somewhere and they have an accent, right? Eventually, you're going to start to pick up some words that they use. You're going to start to pick up their accent. You're going to start to pick up some of the things that, that they, the way they think, the way they do things, right? Um, consciously or unconsciously, your environment is going to affect you. Um, and so that's where, again, being aware of even who you spent your time with becomes really important. Uh, who do you allow in your life to provide advice? And it says in, in, in the Bible that you will know a tree by its fruits, right? So if there is somebody that has had terrible relationships and they've been divorced four times and or they, you know, they never find fulfillment in, 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 in relationships or they're always feeling lonely. They're not the right person to listen to when it comes to taking advice for um, relationships, right? Um, that goes to any subject in life, right? It's important to see the fruits of what, what they have in that area. Um, and, you know, if the fruit is evident that it is good, then maybe you should actually pay more attention and listen to it. So, um, what I would like to invite everybody to do is, and we, we've talked about connecting with yourself and, you, and, and understanding what are those things that you are naturally good at, that you enjoy naturally, but I would like you to also understand what are the things that actually work, right? Because there's... Um, for example, certain skills that you need to acquire to be able to to be more successful in the future. One of them, as we already discussed, is critical thinking. Um, the other one probably is being able to communicate um, properly. Um, another one could be leadership, right? And, and then there's also some hard skills that could be beneficial. Um, understanding the impact of artificial intelligence in, in the world, right? Um, it's the fourth industrial revolution, which is going to be combined with other technologies to 
transform the way that we do everything um it's important to start to look into these things because uh what happens is most people they don't and then they are just kind of a victim to the circumstances again instead of being able to understand what's coming and position themselves accordingly to be able to benefit uh from those technologies or to even be able to to uh um advance more than the average person right um or at least not be negatively affected by it say you're in a position where your job will likely be replaced by ai in the next year or two it would be wise to start to think about what other things can you do can you think of that are of service to others um a leader uh, leadership is a skill right that will never be taken by ai uh, I don't think because humans don't want to f- follow orders or listen to a robot, right? We want people that we can trust, people that we see traits and of that we can trust and that we can that we like, that uh, we know they have our best interests in mind, that uh, can help guide us, that can give us direction, etc. To follow, right? Um, not to say that leaders won't use AI, <laughs> but. Uh, having leadership skills will be really, really important in the future as well. So I would invite you to look at what are those skills as well that could help benefit you in life, right? Um, sales is another one that, that could be really, really good to, to look into. Most people are not comfortable with selling because they have uh, certain beliefs about it that are completely false or that are incorrect, and that this is where, again, you need to be able to think for yourself and and realize that you have to sell all the time um, in many different contexts. And it's important for you to be able to get comfortable with um, handling, for example, negotiations or objections or conflict, right? These are all things that you can learn from sales um, and you can learn to manage it in a way that ultimately creates benefit for everybody. Um Those were the main things that I wanted to bring up today. It's in the word to where in the in the Bible where it says that we need to above all things guard our heart because from it flows life. Right? And we need to be mindful of all the things that the world offers that could be a distraction, that could be negatively affecting us, right? Um and it could even be again people right it could be i don't know uh, a show it could be a video game it could be a dependency on something that is affecting your life destroying your life keeping you from really growing from being free from achieving your full potential and unfortunately most of the things that that are offered to give us temporary pleasure um ultimately leave us empty right um and they could even leave us worse than where we started off after the high comes off and so that's where i believe you need to have a strong foundation right and it starts with your beliefs it starts with yourself your relationship with yourself and for me my relationship with god right that is my foundation uh understanding who God is and who 
Christ is and what he did and because of what he did who I am and the fact that I am no longer condemned that it's not about me being good or perfect that I will be able to spend eternity with God but it's by grace and in response to his love I seek to honor him um, more every day and deny myself to a lot of these pleasures or things or um, you know etc that I've mentioned that could be detrimental uh, because I want to guard my mind I want to guard my thoughts I want to guard my heart um, and ultimately I want to honor God with my life and I want to be free right I, I have freedom um, and my freedom also stems from following God's law <laughs> and it comes again from that perspective that I understand that he knows best he knows what is best for me uh, what he knew by design would actually be good and work and so I decide to to trust him and and abide by that and in that I I find freedom and I have freedom um, another example to or another way to look at it is for example uh, discipline right uh, discipline gives freedom the lack of, of discipline does not if you have um, goals in life and you want to achieve them you're going to need some level of discipline which means you need to restrict yourself to doing certain activities at certain times in a certain way but ultimately the fact that you are able to do those activities and accomplish that goal that you set your mind to accomplish is freedom because you're able to do and create those things when you don't have discipline and you are a victim to distractions into circumstances and to your feelings and to your mood swings which we all have uh, to varying degrees you know I'm not, not gonna get into that but um, then you won't have freedom right you could say well I have freedom because I get to do whatever I want but is that is that truly freedom right um, and ultimately is that fulfilling right I think when where we find happiness you know again which is a little bit contradicting is not always in in getting more for ourselves or finding more pleasure for ourselves is in finding how we can help others how we can bless others how we can serve and a greater purpose a greater cause um, and add and contribute and grow as people those are the things that ultimately bring happiness and, and fulfillment in my opinion and oftentimes they don't come from uh, things that provide immediate gratification they can come a lot of times from uh, more gruesome processes right and and sometimes oftentimes suffering um, and so again all of the, all these things on earth and philosophers have talked about this will will one day end right the things that you accumulate on this earth the the things that you do they do matter but they matter to an extent right because everything will end at some point so I do want to again challenge you to think bigger and think of what is going to happen when everything ends right um, and understand that we are eternal beings and if you don't believe that we are you can just look up all the people that have near-death experiences and they can tell you that 
there is a spirit and there is a world that um, is beyond our physical world and it's important for us to therefore understand that um, what we decide ultimately to do on this earth does matter eternally does have consequences and I discuss in a couple of the first episodes how God has been telling me that Jesus' second coming will be very soon. We are seeing more and more and more signs being fulfilled at a greater frequency to higher degrees. Um, and many Christians um, are aware of this, but many are not. And I just want to warn you that if you do not accept Christ in your life and he does come and takes Christians up to heaven with him before the tribulation period you can still be saved on earth right the people that are left behind which by the way that's going to be the the rapture is going to be blamed on aliens but that's another topic but the people that are left behind they're going to have to go through tribulation period and those that do want to come to heaven they're going to have to pay with their lives because they will have to uh not get the mark of the beast they will have to resist the system of the time the, the world government that is being established um and the mark of the beast which comes from the world leader which is the antichrist at that time and those that resist ultimately will be killed and will have to flee to the mountains and will have to survive you know in very terrible and harsh conditions so i just want uh, everybody to to uh I want as many people as possible to avoid that pain and suffering and to um, start a life with with God and find um, a new life, right? And be, be a new person in Jesus Christ. And I hope this serves you well. And thank you for listening. And we'll talk again next week.